Hey people, thanks again for jumping in on another episode of the Acid Spill Gaming Podcast. I'm your host Tricky Acid from Tricky Acid Gaming on YouTube and I've got my co-host HC. That's me. And today we've got a bunch of gaming news to talk about and various other things. We've had quite an eventful week. I think it's because E3 is around the corner and you know, there's a lot of like stuff that's been happening on the internet and we'll be addressing a bunch of stuff like new games what we're looking forward to when it comes to e3 and so forth but before we get into all of that how have things been happening with you hc been up to much a little bit not overwhelmingly i've been watching the the uh, third season of castlevania on netflix yeah because uh, the fourth season just came out so i figured it's about time to catch up and uh yeah it's it's pretty all right I uh, think it's fine. It does the uh, thing where, like, uh, like Game of Thrones does, where you have multiple storylines running at the same time. I think some of the storylines are pretty good. Some of them maybe not as interesting, but none of them are outright bad. There are some, uh, there's some pretty fun twists though, especially in the uh, last uh, last couple of episodes that uh, I wouldn't say I didn't see coming, but. They were somewhat surprising. When it comes to Castlevania, I've not actually seen the show. I've been interested, but like I played Castlevania Sympathy of the Night, where Alucard is in there. Like I love Alucard. I think he's an awesome character. And I've played Castlevania. I think back on the Xbox 360. Like those are some class games. Yeah, uh, I mean Alucard is in the show, but it doesn't have anything to do with either Sympathy of the Night or the other one. The more modern one it's based on the third game from like back on the snes i think it was or somewhere around that time yeah yeah. Uh, at least at least the first two seasons were like the third season and onwards is like original writing yeah it's the same cast but they're doing you know oh what happened afterwards well that makes it interesting then because you never know what's going to happen next then yeah there, there's also a lot more episodes like season Season one was like four episodes. Is that and it? Season two, yeah, <laughs> that's a season. <laughs> yeah, that they were pretty good though. Like it was clearly a are people interested in this type of a season? And uh, yeah, people were interested. So they um, they put up season two was eight episode I think, and three and four has been ten each. Yeah. Okay. So they played it safe originally, just to give people a bit of a taster. It was clearly a taster to see if there was any interest in this. Are the episodes quite long then, or are they like 30 minutes each? I think they're about 30 minutes each, but they're not, you know, nailed to that specific timing. Some episodes are a little longer and some are a little shorter. Yeah. Also, there was a lot more fucking than I expected. (laughs) Seriously. Season season three, they get it fucking on. I didn't expect that at all. What is it like? Every scene, there's just a sexy. No, 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 not that bad. But like one of the episodes, <laughs> they fucking get freaky. It's like Vikings or like Game of Thrones. The, uh, and one episode, it's like it's literally like people are banging or people are killing each other. That's that's the whole episode. <laughs> kind of wild. That just that just makes me I, laugh. I didn't, I didn't see that. I didn't see that coming at all. But uh, hey, I don't worry. The next episode, it'll be like banging. And fighting each other at they, the same they time. Flip the script. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the other team is banging. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't see that uh, coming at all. It didn't. Uh, but hey, you know, it's fine. 
It's all right. It's a mature show anyway, you know. So it is. It's actually really gory too. Like a lot of people get killed really hardcore in this show. You see, like faces getting ripped off and stuff. Like, oh, that sounds sick. That reminds me of the boys it, or something. It's pretty brutal. Like if if you have you know a couple of hours to burn, like at least watch the first season. Like I said, it's only four episodes. Yeah. It's like already in the first episode, people get fucked up pretty hard. Um, and they keep doing it the whole show. It's, uh, I think, yeah, like you said, it's a mature show, but it also has like, uh, it's, it's fun moments. So yeah, I think I, I like it. I think it's great. I think it's a good show. It's, it's not an anime, but it's, it doesn't feel like a, you know, typical Western show either. I think there's like, you know, kind of a mix in between. It has like it's kind of unique style to it. I don't really know how to describe it. Like if you watch, you know, if you watch an episode or two, you'll quickly notice like there's something to the art style that's somewhere in between Eastern and Western style. I can't wait, man. Like yeah, okay, yeah. You know what? You sold it to me, so I'll definitely have to check out Castlevania at least the first season. Yeah, at least um, check out the first season. If you don't like it, you can know you can leave it off by then, but. Yeah, it's like four episodes. It's it's not that long. Well, I've never like had anything against Castlevania. I mean, I've always been, yeah. you know, I've only I may have only played like two of the games out of the series. That being yeah, said, same. yeah, but that being said, like you know, they were great games. You know, I think a lot of people are familiar with you know Castlevania itself, and you know, I'm sure the series is uh pretty awesome. To be fair, I haven't I haven't like again, I haven't played many of the series either. I played. I obviously played Symphony of the Night, and it's a really good game. Awesome it's game. Uh, actually one of the best games I've ever played. Um, but also, like, I think I played, I think I played like a Game Boy game, ages yeah. and ages ago. I don't know. It was a Castlevania game. I don't remember what it was called. Um, and then yeah, I, I don't even think I played the 3D ones because I didn't really like them. You didn't play I the played... one on the 360. That was awesome. I played the demo and I wasn't into it. Really, honestly, like yeah. being a big hack and slash fan, so I always loved God of War, and then I um, played Castlevania. Yeah, it was it was very God of War ish, but I just wasn't feeling it. Yeah, that's fine, mate. I mean, when I played it though, like I was like, "Whoa, okay, this game is really good." It was something I wasn't expecting to be as good as it was, um, but it played beautifully. Graphically, it looked nice. The, the game was great, and uh, I heard you know, the second one was games. terrible. Though I never played the second one. That's the thing. I played the first one, yeah. had a really great time on it. Uh, to be fair, until you've mentioned it now, I forgot the second one even existed. Because I watched this, I saw like, you know, related tweets, uh, and it was like, hey, remember the second one and how terrible it was? <laughs> I'm like, oh yeah, no, I didn't remember the second one. <laughs> Because it was terrible. But no, it's a pretty good show. I'd recommend it. I haven't watched the fourth season yet, but I've been hearing really good things about it. I, uh, some say it's actually the best season yet. I guess, you know, if season one does hook me, then I'll definitely have to check out season two and season three. I've just been so swamped with so much work lately. Yeah. Um, you know, like even now, like these listeners that are listening to us, like, guys... I've been saying every single day, like, okay, HC, it's time for us to film the next episode of the podcast, and trying to squeeze a few hours in in the day has just been so difficult, but hey, if I get some time, um, I'll definitely uh, check it out, but 
besides Castlevania, I think you were mentioning about you tried out Subnautica, didn't you? Or it was something you were interested no, I haven't, in? No, I haven't tried it. Uh, yeah. Basically, the new... I don't know if it's a standalone game or a sequel or whatever. I think it is. A new Subnautica game, Below Zero or something, Yeah, came out. And I hadn't really paid attention to this game series before. But I noticed that the first game was on Game Pass, so I figured I'd give it a try. But I haven't done so yet. But, like, I know the, the short version of it is that you uh, you crash land with your spaceship on this planet with a lot of water on it. Like, or at least in the ocean. Yeah. Um, And you basically just gotta scrounge shit together from the wreckage and, you know survive uh you know deal with the uh with the fish life and stuff like create your uh, create your tools that kind of stuff i um i have seen it here and there but i never really paid much attention to it until now and uh like looking closer at it i think this looks pretty interesting but uh yeah like i said i haven't actually played it yet i installed it but i haven't booted it up i was uh playing dying light instead Oh yeah, Dying Light. So, I hadn't played Dying Light before, and nah. that's where you come in, because you ended up gifting me the game, and the whole thing happened because the Dying Light 2 trailer, well, gameplay reveal was showing off, you know, I think it was like 7-8 minutes of what new features the game will have, and it looked really cool, like, I was watching it, I was thinking, whoa, hold up, hold up a minute, in Dying Light, you can, like, uh, jump around, you're very fluid, and the game looked oh. crazy awesome. Yeah, all that parkour, hardcore parkour. And I was like, damn, you know what? I've never tried Dying Light 1 before, and I think it's because I played a little bit of... Uh, what's the other game they made? Same studio. Dead Island, I think Dead, it was. That's it, Dead Island. And I've always got confused between Dead Island and Dying Light, thinking, are they just the same game? Um, and then I realized I mean, they do feel really similar besides the uh, parkour. Yeah, exactly. Element. And I thought, okay, well, Dead Island was alright, but it didn't hook me in more fairness. And I think I played a demo of that game. And we played it together like years ago, Dead Island. Yeah, we played we it for a little bit. Far. No, no, not at all. But that's what I'm saying. Like, but then with uh, uh, Dying Light, I hate these names, by the way. Yeah, because I, I keep getting confused with Dead Island and then Dying Light. It's like they sound so similar to an extent. Yeah, it is. So it is the same developer. It was bound to be as well because they feel really similar when it comes to the combat. Like it's almost exactly the same. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, but after watching that trailer, like I was thinking, you know what? I wouldn't mind giving Dying Light a go. Um, unfortunately, it just wasn't something I never actually tried out. And I think it was just because I kind of got put off by Dead Island. And then next thing you know, you gifted it to me on Steam and we jumped on the game and uh, they've got a community event going on. I don't know if it's still going on at the moment, but your um, your kicks and your punches are like super powered. And so you can send zombies flying and yeah, it's just so fun. <laughs> like I'm sending zombie hordes flying like crazy. Like, hey, I don't need a weapon. I'm using my fists. My hands are doing the talking right now. And, you know, I'm just... Punching like trucks. Yeah, exactly. They're doing the (laughs) drop kicks. Like, it's really fun on its own. But with this super booster for your, uh, you know, unarmed attack, 
they go flying, man. They go in orbit. That's really funny looking. Yeah, yeah, definitely, man. It's just like I was having so much fun on it, and I was thinking, you know, wow, I didn't know Dying Light was as good as it is. Um, and we, we were playing it on co-op, and we we're doing a bunch of missions and stuff like that. And I have to say, I'm I'm quite fixated into it. Like Dying Light is a really good game. Um, probably end up completing it anyway before Dying Light 2 does come out, saying as Dying Light 2, I think, is out December 2021. Don't quote me on that, but near the end of 2021 is when the initial release date is uh, st- uh, stated for. So According to Google, it's December 7th, 2021. Oh, okay, so I was close. Yeah, so December 7th. No, I played the I played the uh, the first game on the Xbox a couple of years ago. Yeah. Uh, and I think I made it like halfway through. I made it to like the second city zone or whatever you'd call it. Yeah. Like like in many games where you transition from the the initial area to the next area where the game changes or whatever. And I made it <laughs> yeah. to that point, but. I don't know, something else probably came out that took me off it, and I just never got back to it until then. Yeah. Um, but also, because we're playing co-op, this is a lot more funny. Like, we get into some really shenanigans. <laughs> I know, doing, right? <laughs> doing drop kicks on survivors and stuff, and, like, sliding them, kicking their legs away and stuff. It's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Like, that breaking when they were like, like, legs hey, and all that. Don't, don't fight them. Just move on to the next. Nah, man. <laughs> the homies are I here. know. That was so <laughs> funny. <laughs> I remember that scene, like, the game saying, no, 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 no. Don't kill this gang. Like, you know... It's not wise to do that. And then me nah, and you nah, were like, bitch. fuck that. <laughs> we just jumped in there. And ba- I remember one point, yeah, there was one dude after you. And because of the high-powered velocity that our punches have got now, like, yeah. I literally just punched a guy's head off. And I was like, this is amazing. I'm having yeah. so much fun. Like, I know it's a community event. I get that this is not actual part of the official vanilla the gameplay. Yeah, it's not the standard. No, but but it's so fun. A really funny time. Exactly, and it's like the best time right now to play Dying Light. So, if you guys haven't tried Dying Light out, um, just give it a go and just see what you think. Especially for the community event. The only thing is, I don't know how long the community event's going on for. That being said, um, I'm just having a blast on it, and the fact that the games are coming out to end of the year. Hands down, I reckon we'll complete it. Saying as we're playing on co-op anyway, we're having a lot of fun. And to be honest, when you're playing co-op, I think you get through games a bit quicker. Yeah. to an extent because we're just having so much fun like yes there was an objective but i like the fact that in dying light the co-op is good where me and you can kind of just go off on our own and kind of do our own thing if we really wanted I, to i mean we do have to like be in the same zone as in like you can't go to the safe hub or the tower or whatever um but i mean we're not stuck having to be like within 20 meters of one it's not like zone. fable 2 no that, that was shit. Yeah, Fable 2 had a terrible co-op. Like, yeah. you had to, it's like I had to hold your hand, man. Like, yeah. You can't go away from me. Otherwise, the game will break. Like, we have to stay together. It was the worst yeah. co-op. That's not how you do a co-op. That was awful. No, this is a lot more fun. Um, 
I remember that moment where we had to clear the rooftop of that building. We just kicked everyone off the building. Yeah, yeah. We were just <laughs> kicking zombies off rooftops. They were like zombies flying from rooftops. It was like raining uh, zombies on people. Yeah, uh, that like, was that was really funny too. It was so, so like, funny. There's no need to kill them now. Just kick them all off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <everyone>. <laughs> just kick them into the pedestrians on the ground. It's fine. Yeah. It's just just you know flying zombies. No. That's that's, like that's a, the uh, It's a really good game, and uh, it's had. It is one of the most supported games from the developer team that I've ever seen. Like, yeah. it came out in 2015, and I think the last expansion uh, they dropped was, like, late 2020. So they've been going hard on this game for, like, five years. Yeah, 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 definitely. I'm pretty sure Dying Light 2 is going to be just as good, if not better. Yeah. I think some of the things they're talking about in that game sounds, like, really crazy. And I would like to see them... F- to believe them because it sounds that good and one thing <laughs> reminds me of cyberpunk when it sounded a bit yeah. too good to be true no, not, Look not even just that. cyberpunk not even just cyberpunk like fucking playing games for the past fucking almost 20 years yeah. even like you become you learn to become pretty skeptical whenever a game dev goes oh look how fucking sick this is oh, and, yeah look what happened with watchdogs yeah, exactly. Watchdogs or Fable as well. Like, oh yeah, you know, plant a tree and shit, and you'll fucking see it grow up along your character. Like, well, all that's that because bullshit. Peter Molyneux was just stoned yeah. every time he had an interview. But Peter Molyneux <laughs> was just one of these bullshitters, man. <laughs> There's so bullshit. much shit. Yeah, that never is like fulfilled ever. So yeah. I've become a lot. I wouldn't say pessimistic, but very skeptical every time they they fucking promise you the uh, pot of gold at the end of the rainbow, man. Like, I don't well, know. Yeah, I mean, if, it's good to be if cautious. I'm wrong, if I'm wrong, I'm happy to be wrong. Yeah, no, I, I completely agree. But um, moving on, because um, I wanted to talk about Battlefield for a bit. Because right. Battlefield 6, its trailer is going to be revealed. And... Um, They've got this whole, like, neon thing going on right now. Like, usually... I haven't actually seen that yet. Let me just check it out. Yeah, check it out. Like, it's they haven't actually, obviously, revealed it yet. But by the time this podcast goes out, maybe the trailer's already out. Who knows? Depends how quick I get this podcast out. With Battlefield, they've always had, like, a white logo. Um, but in the little teaser that's been shown off... It's like a neon blue. I love that color, by the way. I think it's awesome. It's like turquoise. The style reminds me of Battlefield 4. Yeah, yeah. That's what a lot of people are saying. So, like, it's got this, like, modern look to it. I don't know if it's going to be set in the future. It might be actually present times. Um, but I'm excited. I don't want, for it. I don't want future happening. shit. I hate, for the most part, sh- uh, future shit. And it's always, like, not fun to me at all. Mm. I want, like, modern or near future at the very least. But that's what I'm trying to say. Like, from what I've yeah. got from Jack Frags, he's saying he's not... Fu- I'm not talking 2142 here or something like that. No, no, no. Or whatever I it mean, is. Yeah, it could be interesting to have big fuck you mechs to run around. But usually the, the uh, vehicles isn't the problem. It's like the gadgets and the gear kind of sucks. Yeah, we don't want use. another Black Ops. We don't want this space shit, laser gun crap. I hate that. Yeah. If it's Battlefield, give me an assault rifle, give me some grenades, and maybe some, uh, you know, C4 to shove up that tank's ass. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they'll keep it classic, man. I mean, from what I'm gathering is, 
Um, a lot of people who are covering Battlefield, Jack Frags, uh, for one, um, you know, he was going on about similarities from his predictions are that this will be similar to what Battlefield 4 gave us. And Battlefield 4 is a great game. Like, eventually it became a great game. Yeah, Battlefield 4 started started out pretty busted. Like Yeah, mad lie. busted. It was terrible. The game was fucked up the first yeah. <laughs> year. But once once that, you know, got fixed, I think that was probably the most time I spent on a Battlefield game in since Battlefield 2. Yeah. Uh I fucking love Battlefield 4. It was a lot of fun in my opinion. Yeah, Battlefield 4 is great. And speaking of which, um just to celebrate the release of well the the reveal of Battlefield 6 um EA are actually giving away Battlefield 4 for free uh for PC gamers um all you need though is um Amazon Prime free, <laughs> free is uh, maybe a little much but if you have a uh, Prime yeah yeah exactly you can get yeah so as long as you got Prime Amazon Prime a lot of people have got Amazon Prime you, you get a bit and yeah Amazon's not even a big thing <laughs> where you are it's not, but I do have Prime. But that's only because I needed, you know, uh, it's actually Twitch Prime. Yeah. Technically not Amazon Prime, but it counts as the same thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, at least here it does. Yeah, same. It's over here, same thing as well. As long as you got Amazon yeah. Prime, you got Twitch Prime as well. And it's all because Amazon owned Twitch and, you know, it's just part of their service. Um, but yeah, you get Battlefield for free. We tried it on the PC. Um, I had a lot of fun, I have to say. The game played well it was it was crazy cool just as fun as it was on console however trying to play with you sucked because ea origins or whatever it's called origins sucks sucks, man trying to team up with your friend with origins is just a big no-no it just doesn't want you to do it we spent like 20 minutes just trying to find each other 20 minutes just to find each other that's exactly it was so bad like steam is so much better like origins just sucks but besides that part the game it played great however if you want to play with a friend um yeah play on console (laughs) But for the fact that you can get it free if you have got Amazon Prime, just just download the game on PC, and I'm sure your PC will run it. It's quite an old game now, so yeah, it's what 2013. I'm pretty sure. I'm not sure, but it's an old game, that's for sure. And I reckon a lot of people yeah, could should be able to run it still. Battlefield Four came out October 29th, 2013. So yeah. Oh wow, I forgot it was on the 360. It was? That's I probably thought it what... was an Xbox One game. Nah, man. It came out on PlayStation 3 and 360 as well. That's probably why it was so fucking busted at the time. <laughs> it's, a, it's a cross-gen title. Oh, right. Yeah, okay. So that's why, because you've got two different hardwares there. I remember playing the beta on the 360, and that shit was messed up. I never played and... on the 360, because I got my Xbox One on day I... one, and I remember you got No, your... no, no. The, I played the beta like on the 360 around yours. I remember. Oh, did you? Yeah, I was visiting okay. at the time and we played it there, and we we're like, "How is this game so fucked up?" <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that was really an off-putting first impression of that game. Well, but, I mean, uh, Battlefield Five. I haven't tried it yet, but it was 85% off on Xbox. And um, if you've got Game Pass, you'll get every Battlefield free apart from Battlefield 5. But at the moment, you can get Battlefield 5 for like £5. 
uh, on Xbox. I don't care. I don't care about Battlefield Five. I no, think... but that's what I'm trying to say. Like the game isn't that great. Like a lot of people are complaining that Battlefield Five wasn't that great. Some people really enjoyed Number One, but I still think Four was better. So it's nice to see that actually coming back to the series. Hopefully with Battlefield Six, um, you know, it can regain that magic that Battlefield Four delivered. You were really into Battlefield One for a while. I was, but I wasn't like sold as much as i was with battlefield 4 i think it's just because i preferred the modern era overall oh you gotta also remember at the time like the modern era brown gray shooter was really like oversaturated for a while there yeah and that's why you know they went ah let's go world war one which you know it's a new take except this clearly was just a fucking code of painting that said world war one because they uh, all the weapons and stuff were super not from world war one <laughs> yeah they use the term loosely but then again it's yeah. a video game i mean you can't yeah. really i mean it's not that it matters too much it was just pretty funny how they're like look at this world war one game with fucking <laughs> with assault, rifle, assault rifles machine guns <laughs> all over the fucking place i'm like wow they didn't really have much of this shit at the time but whatever yeah red dots exactly like what the hell red dots are you crazy that shit didn't exist until like the 70s or something i believe battlefield one was the first one to bring in weather effects like in mid-match no battlefield four had some maps oh did it i don't remember it it wasn't all the maps but there were a certain amount of them where uh uh, you know, suddenly there's a storm and you can't see shit. Yeah, that's like in BF1. I played BF1 yeah. more than BF4 then, bloody hell. You probably did. Yeah. Um, I was really I into it BF4 at the time. a lot more. Yeah, you were, because you fucking bought me a copy and told... <laughs> I was like, you gotta play game. this fucking game, dude. But no, like, even though overall I still enjoyed BF1, uh, well, Battlefield 1. BF1 um, was okay. Yeah, but... No, I really liked it, but the only thing is... It wasn't is, my favorite, but it was okay. I, I think still it was, preferred BF4, though. If I jumped back onto BF4, um, yeah. I would say, out of the two games, like, I think Battlefield 4, for me, was a little bit more fun. But I think at the time, also, because I had the Xbox One, I wanted to try out, like, a game, uh, like, a new game. And Battlefield 1 was, you know, fun for its time. Battlefield 5, I still haven't played yet, but from what I've heard, it's not that great. I think and I'm so, just going to skip that one. Yeah, it's fine, because with Battlefield 6, I reckon they're probably going to go back to the whole drawing board with like what they created with Battlefield 4, uh, but just up the game and, you know, hopefully produce, um, you know, a great title. The number one thing I want from the next Battlefield game is for it to come out and not be completely fucked up from launch. <laughs> yeah, no, I right. want to play the game within the first year and go, wow, this is just early access for real, though. Finish the game before you put it out. God damn it! Mm-hmm. Stop releasing Battlefield games in these fucked up states. It's so annoying. I think Battlefield Three. I didn't like that one, but I think that was the last one that came out and was, you know, pretty finished at the time. I played that for a bit, but I didn't play it too much. I played it a little bit too, but I didn't like it. I don't know why it didn't click, especially since Battlefield Three and Four are pretty similar overall. Uh, it might have been the maps, or I don't fucking know. I just didn't like uh, three. Actually, you know what I think it is? I think it was the uh, extreme use of lens flares and stuff at the time. It made it really hard for to me show to see that shit. Tech of like, look what we can pull yeah, off. Look at look at all these fucking the is using. JJ Abrams lens flares up your ass <laughs> all the times. So I'm like, I can't see shit. I hate this. <laughs> um, 
they toned it down on Battlefield 4. Like, there's still some of that, but not to the same extreme amount. And I think that's what made the difference is why I like 4 a lot more than 3. Yeah, I get what you mean. I mean, I think I'm the same with you because 3 just didn't click with me. Like, I didn't even finish the campaign mode. I think I finished the campaign, but I don't remember anything from it. Yeah, exactly. It was just dull. So I was just like, eh, forget about it. Battlefield 4, better game. And then Battlefield 1, I had a good time on that too. And we'll see what happens now with uh, Battlefield 6. Yeah, I'm curious because I always had like a a bit of a love-hate relationship to the Battlefield series. Like every two games it's like i love this game i fucking hate this one but i love the next one but i hate the next one it's like yeah but that's good because you you hate five i didn't like five at all so So this is a good news maybe i only like the even numbered series i like two i like four is the next one to go exactly so you know what that means you'll hate battlefield seven yeah well we'll cross that bridge (laughs) oh man but with all this gaming talk, um, E3 is starting uh, June 12th. E3 is back. Um, it's a full-on digital event. They're not going to actually have people going to the event, of course, with travel restrictions and so forth. It just wouldn't make any sense. And so, I haven't kept up for shit. I don't really know anything that's coming out. Like, yeah. I know Far Cry 6, but besides that, I don't know shit about anything. Oh, I my God. Far Cry 6. Okay, so we're going to get into Far Cry in just a second because to kick off uh, E3, Ubisoft is going to have their press conference uh, on um, yeah. June the 12th, and that's a Saturday, I believe, and they are going to possibly have like a live demo showing off Far Cry 6. I'm actually going to be having a like a video where I'm doing E3 predictions on my YouTube channel, Tricky Acid Gaming. So make sure you check that out. But like, the game looks so much better than I imagined it could be because I was quite bored of Far Cry after five. I didn't complete five because I thought it was a good game. Don't don't complete. Five. No, no, I won't complete five because after what you've told me, um, the ending I th- sucks. I fucking hate the ending. Exactly. So after what you've told me, I'm like, you know what? I think I'm just not going to bother with this. I'm not even going to lie. Like, the ending of Far Cry 5 really put a sour taste in my mouth. And it actually retroactively ruined all the fun. It I ruined your life. Game. Like, you had to, like, just take a break from life. For, it's like, the five worst days. ending I've ever seen in a video <laughs> game. I fucking hate Far Cry 5 because of it. Yeah, and that's why it put me off. And I'm thinking, what is the point then? So, you know, I got, I was playing the game. I had, a you know, a decent time on Far Cry 5. But then I gave up on it, and then they started releasing, like, New Dawn or whatever it was, and I just didn't care for it. Nah, same. And then they had um, Far Cry 6 trailer pops up, you know, they got the guy from um, Breaking Bad, The Mandalorian, amazing actor, Gus. Giancarlo something. Yeah, Giancarlo Esposito, that's his name. Yeah. Yeah, awesome actor. I was like, oh my days, he is the main villain. I love this. Yeah, he always plays a fucking villain. He is the best villain, honestly. He's, He's so such awesome. A face. Exactly. <laughs> He's in the he boys, in the as, boys well. as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I don't know, was he a bad guy in the boys? He's pretty clearly a mastermind type of bad guy, but not, you know, getting your hands dirty kind of guy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And so, like, so he's, like, the main villain. He's El Presidente, you know, of uh, mm. this place called Yara. It's a big island. and It's, fuck... it's not Cuba. <laughs> <Don't worry. laughs> it's not Cuba. It's it's Yara. It's not based off Cuba, obviously. <laughs> Don't worry about that. 
So this guy, he's El Presidente, he owns this whole island, and this is the first time Ubisoft have actually created a world which not just has, like, you know, swamps, jungles, uh, little shanty towns, or whatever it is, but they've actually got a full-blown urban environment of, like, an actual city. They've got a capital city. And for the Far Cry series, at least. Yeah, for the Far Cry series, that's what I'm trying to say. Like, normally, when it comes to Far Cry, I don't think I've realized it before, because... You know, I play the game, it's alright, but the world has been pretty dead, if you It's always think about been, it. uh, yeah, not not necessarily dead, because there's always, like, wildlife and stuff, but... There's things it's very, that interest you, it's but very not... Nature. It's yeah. very nature-like oriented. Exactly. There's, there's been a few towns here and there, but nothing, like, of any size, or noteworth size. It's, yeah, like you said, it's basically been fucking shanty towns. Yeah, like okay, so this game is going back to more like a more of like a tropical setting, but because you've got the capital city, um, you know, you'll see like skyscrapers and everything like that, and it's it's going to introduce like more verticality to the gameplay. So like I've seen some gameplay, and I did a video on this as well, where you know you'll be able to like you know climb up scaffoldings and this and that, and it makes the game a bit different from what you're used to normally in Far Cry because you're as long as they don't city. make me climb fucking two hundred almost identical towers i, I hate think. towers so much and i hope they're not in there but there are things in this game such as flat cannons so they don't want you to fly quite early on in the game i think flying should be left till later on in the game because the thing is this there's a revolution that started um clearly el presidente um anton whatever his name is that's that's the name of the main enemy that um yeah uh, gus is actually playing from breaking bad and um, he's he uh, has got his city under martial law. Um, people want freedom, and it's. I mean, it's you essentially play a rebel. Yeah, you do. Well, a guerrilla fighter. <laughs> yeah, but it makes sense that you can't fly around all the time because, first of all, once you get a helicopter, and I can speak from experience, every time in a Far Cry game where you get like some sort of helicopter, or you know the Ghost Recon games as well, Wildlands, when you get a chopper. You fucking just grab grab that thing and just fly to wherever you need to go. Like the map basically become non-existent at that point, and you just you know stop caring because you don't you stop seeing the the whole thing. You know you stop taking advantage of it. You just hey man, call in the chopper and uh, you know get to it, and then you fly away, and then you like yeah, it kind of makes the whole map obsolete in that sense i mean you might as well fucking just fast travel at that point exactly and this is why i like that yes you can travel by land um on the water or whatever it may be that you prefer but like this game doesn't want you to fly and the flat cannings will shoot you down hence why as you progress in the game naturally you know it's optional of course but you will take out flat cannons so that way you could actually fly with ease, you know, later on in the game. But this encourages yeah. exploration. This makes you want to see, well, what else has this game world got for me? So clearly Ubisoft want you to explore this world because this is their most ambitious world to date in a Far Cry game. That also makes sense because once you've, say, cleared an area and destroyed, you know, all the AA guns and whatnot, then you're like, all right, you already explored this area. Now you can fly around freely and just get to the point. Exactly. So that makes sense. Yeah, I'm so fine. it's a way better gameplay style. And you play as this character. You can play as either male or female. Um, the character's name is Danny Rojas. He or she, whoever you play as, let's just go with a female character. She is ex-military. She's dropped out. 
She's joined the guerrillas now. She's going to be part of the fight against Anton in this revolution to fight for the people's freedom in Yara. I think it's awesome because your character already has some military experience already, so it makes sense that she knows how to use certain weapons. But this is the remember, first time... Remember in Far Cry 3 where you play this bro dude? And oh, you're yeah. like, yo, man, I'm, I'm fucking like doing jet skis shit and drinking and i'm like what 20 and suddenly i'm just using these guns like a fucking <laughs> pro out of nowhere <laughs> that was actually really funny exactly like it made no sense but far cry 3 for its time it was a good game i think far cry 3 really elevated the series it was i really liked far cry 3 even though that part made no fucking sense yeah but I mean, they've worked harder with Far Cry 6 now, clearly, and like this is the first time I think Ubisoft have actually put a lot, a lot more effort in the protagonist, because for one, um, this is the first time this series is having third-person cutscenes. You won't see your character in first-person in cutscenes, you'll see your character in third-person. Um, you can actually see your character played out, um, she's fully rigged. One thing I hated about Far Cry was, like, when you have certain cutscenes, your character's quite a mute, and you're seeing they something speak, happen. Though. They do speak. But they don't speak much. No, they don't. And that kind of separated me from the character. Like, okay, fair enough. We're playing as this bro dude in Far Cry 3. Or we're playing as this guy from Far Cry 4. And it was okay. But in Far Cry 6, you know, I feel like I'm going to be a lot more attached to Danny. I feel like, you know, it's a far more better developed character as well. And Both just... in 3 and 4, the, main, the real main character is clearly the fucking villain team. Yeah, exactly, uh, yeah. Like, you play as this guy, but no one gives a fuck about the guy you play as. It's about Voss, you know? He was he was the one everyone was talking about at the time. Who gives a fuck about the dude you actually plays as? But that's what I'm saying. But it's like, when I look at third-person... Uh, sorry, when I look at FPSs, like, for example, there's Halo. It's got third-person cutscenes. There's Doom, third-person cutscenes. And I'm happy that, you know, Far Cry are adapting this. I think if Cyberpunk had third-person cutscenes, first of all, it would have made sense for them to have the character creator, and second of all, I think it just would have been better for, you know, V as a character. Yeah, I think that was a weak excuse. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I'm really happy with what Ubisoft are doing right now. Um, you can also get your own custom vehicle. Um, there's a range of weapons. There's 49 weapons. It's more weapons than any Far Cry game. Uh, I don't remember how many weapons the previous games had, but it's definitely not 49. That's a, that's a lot of guns. Yeah, 49 guns. And because this island has been locked down because of the president, um, so, you know, the rest of the world hasn't been able to access it, people have had to make do with what they have. So in this game, people have actually custom built uh, weapons using various resources. So, for example, you can get yourself a minigun that's powered by a motorcycle engine. You can get yourself, like, a weapon that shoots out CDs at enemies. I'm not really a fan of those weapons. I feel like it's very Saints Row-like. Yeah, but it's uh, fun because but... I liked what they did here because you can actually use... So, you got this, like, um, kind of like this rocket launcher thing uh, made out of fireworks. Yeah. Again... A very Saints Row weapon. Yeah, but it launches a barrage of them at the um, helicopter. And it's not like it's powerful enough to destroy the helicopter. It's not like they're being a um, bit too overboard. Like, oh, these fireworks are just going to blow up a helicopter like it's some javelin. No, it's not going to happen. What happens instead is you aim You aim at the at the um, propellers at the top. 
um, something is jammed or dislodged and all of a sudden you just see the helicopter just flying down and crashing into a building and I just thought that was a lot of fun to see. But the trailer's awesome, I really liked it. I want to say I'm a lot more interested in the mix between old and new weapons rather than these uh, scrounged together bullshit weapons. I yeah. think the mixing of old, really old shit weapons and having new ones, like more modern ones, mixed in between each other i think that's a lot more interesting to me yeah but that's what i'm saying so you get that in this game but it gives you the freedom like the game's not asking you and or forcing you to use these makeshift weapons you are in control if you want to go for more modernized weapons if you find some use it if you feel like yeah. you want to go for like you know old world war uh prehistoric weapons that you that you could come across like some rifles Go ahead and use it. You can you can come across like M16s or whatever it may be, and you can use that. However, if you feel like going a bit crazy and saying, "Hmm, let's give this gun a go," I mean, for me, I want to give the minigun a go. That's powered by the motorcycle engine. I think that just looks pretty cool. But that being said, they've got some. It looks like a Fallout weapon, actually. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. But they've got something else new. It's called Supremo Backpacks, and I'm really excited about this. And this is where yeah, the third-person uh, element okay. comes in as well. That also feels very Saints Row-like, but yeah, um, the, the fucking airstrike one looks a lot of fun. I know, I right? I haven't seen any of the other ones. <laughs> I know, but this is what I'm trying to say. So, like, when I saw that, I'm like, I am sold. I want this game because I want to try a Supremo Backpack with the airstrike because the whole point of the game is you're a gorilla, and, you know, it's you versus an army of thousands, right? And so if you come across tanks and this and that, or you're getting a bit overwhelmed, uh, the game will switch to third-person mode, and you start launching this barrage of rockets, have an airstrike. Like, you've got a mini airstrike literally on your back. Um, there's another jetpack which allows you to not fly in the air, but you'll levitate it in the air a bit because basically it's a big jet cannon of fire. Okay. If, if there's people surrounding you, You'll go in the air, like, to a certain good height, and everyone else be engulfed in flames. It's like an alt, isn't it? Yeah, like yeah, pretty much. Like, like an ultimate alt. attack. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> so, that sounds pretty awesome. And, yeah, like, overall, man, I'm I'm sold on it. Um, it looks really good. And when it comes to E3, June 12th, I'm pretty sure they're going to show, like, some live gameplay demo for it. Because they've already shown a gameplay trailer already. So I'm excited to see what's happening with that. But there's another thing that might be happening too. The return of Splinter Cell. Man, it's been a long time since Splinter Cell was a thing. It's been a long time, but I like Splinter Cell. And I think the game franchise is always good. I would like to see it uh, make a proper return. Yeah, who knows? Maybe Sam Fisher might just, you know, lace his boots back up again. Because, you know, he has always been the main Splinter Cell guy. And, you know, we'll see how it goes. I mean, we had some fun. We had Carl on it as well. 2013 was the last Splinter Cell game. Yeah. Blacklist. And I actually remember that game was pretty fun. Yeah. Um, they changed the uh, they changed the voice actor for Sam Fisher, which kind of sucked. But I remember the gameplay being pretty cool. Like, it was, uh, it was very fluid. Yeah. Um, the older Splinter Cell games, I remember I played three, which I still think is the best one. Yeah. I played it like two years Wasn't ago. Wasn't that or Chaos something. Theory? Chaos Theory. Yeah. Everyone loves Chaos Theory. <laughs> like, it's because it's the best one. Chaos Theory was brilliant. I love Chaos Theory. But even then, even then, like I played it, I'm like, oh my god, these controls are so fucking dated. <laughs> it was, 
it was impossible for me to actually play that game because yeah oh man those were some aged controls man but still i still think chaos theory is the best one chaos theory was brilliant i still remember playing that on my original xbox and uh the visuals at the time i was like blown away because the lighting in the game was so good i just loved how creative you could be like shooting light bulbs out and stuff like that and you could like you know, do the splits like um, up in like a narrow um, alleyway yeah, yeah. or something, and then you just drop down and you just take someone out. It was so awesome. I love Splinter Cell so much, and I can't wait. We'll see what happens if they do um, announce a new Splinter Cell. Um, that'd be pretty cool. It'd be nice to see uh, Splinter Cell coming back, and especially you know for the next gen consoles like PS5 and. Uh, series x so we can you know see what yeah. uh, ubisoft can pull off with that it's a f- like almost a full generation ago since the last game came out like a it was 2013 so that was right in the start of the uh xbox one ps4 uh, day so it came out actually right before that so i don't even know if it is on the new consoles it might have been a cross-gen title but um yeah no if i'm looking at it it wasn't even. It was a 360 game and PS3. Uh, so yeah, it's like a whole two generations ago since the last Splinter Cell came out. Yeah. So I mean, I think though with Ubisoft, what they're doing though is like I don't think they're going full next gen though. Like Far Cry Six is still available on PS4 and the Xbox One, and I feel like with Splinter Cell, I don't know when it will be released. If it's like a 2022 or 2023 release, who knows? Could it just be a very early teaser? It may be a full on next gen title, or it could just be. I don't a want them to say game. shit if it's like a 2023 game. I'm so fucking sick of people <laughs> showing off their games, and then it's like, yeah, three years later, here's the thing. Like, fuck off. You all saw what happened with Cyberpunk. They showed that shit off way too soon. Yeah. And then they fucking had people wait like eight years. And then it came out and it was ass because the expectations <laughs> was fucking blown through the roof. Yeah. Because you had eight years of hype to fucking live up to, and there was no way you're gonna fucking do that. No, no, no. no. There Show was a the lot game of off. With that game, but one no, yeah. year ahead. If you fucking like do it at uh, any sooner than that, fuck off. Because everything is gonna be a lie at that point anyway. Yeah, None a lot of that of changes shit. happen. Like you know, when you're developing games, exactly. Everything you happen. show off at the time. None of that shit's going to actually be in the game. So fuck off. Show me the thing a maximum one year ahead of time. And, yeah, yeah. Uh, you know, even better, just show it off and then go, hey, it's out. Bye, bitches. <laughs> See you later, fuckers. We're done. Fucking do the Apex <laughs> Legends uh, strat, man. Like, that shit was great. It's like, yo, we're bringing out a new game. All right, it's out. Go fucking download <laughs> that it. That was just crazy. But that's because EA probably thought, like, you know, it's going to flop. But it ended up being a massive global success pretty sure that was like a respawn decision specifically i remember reading it somewhere but i don't have the source on it right now respawn were like we ain't got time we're just gonna release it here you go bye if you like it it's impressive how they kept the whole project secret for that long like no one fucking saw it coming yeah 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 it was it was Um, a very um random i think the the map itself was leaked like a couple of months earlier but like no one believed it to be real like everyone thought it was bullshit yeah uh and you know just uh, what it wasn't but you know it if if that's the extent then you know what hey that's that's pretty well you know that's pretty well kept 
Yeah, stop showing me your fucking games three years ahead of time because it's all lies. None of that shit's going to be in the game anyway. Yeah, I mean, so the next day, uh, June 13th, Microsoft and Bethesda are going to have a show and they're obviously going to show off probably Halo Infinite because people have been waiting to see, well... All right, I'm gonna laugh so much if it still looks like <laughs> shit. Can you imagine? I'm gonna that? be fucking laughing so hard. <laughs> Your game still looks like ass. I'm gonna give Craig like a little beard and stuff. <laughs> and be like, hey man. Here's some lighting and some more hair on your bald head. <laughs> I'm just waiting for the Craig memes. Like, you know, you know how chat is so toxic when it comes to this YouTube or Twitch. Like, fucking Twitch chat. I just turn that off. I yeah. can't stand a look. But at I'm that pretty shit. sure it's just oh. going to be flooded with like, you know, text-based Craig stuff. Um, as soon as Halo yeah. Infinite is, yeah, is yeah, yeah. showing. ASCII, ASCII art all over the place. Exactly. It's, uh, I hate Twitch chat. They're a fucking bunch I of I hate YouTube chat, them. honestly. It's just like, what is going on? It's like I'm on a completely different planet. YouTube chat can be just as bad. Oh, yeah. No, they're both just as bad as each other. They're just terrible. But yeah. besides Halo Infinite, obviously we don't know what's happening, but I know saying as Bethesda is going to be there, hopefully they'll show off something for Starfield because... Um, I believe that will probably just be a full-on next-gen title. I really think Series X, well, Xbox in general, just needs some really top-end exclusives. And I think with the acquisition that Microsoft have with Bethesda, the fact that... Starfield is one of those games I was talking about where it's like, this has been in development for years and years now. Stop fucking talking yeah, about it. Yeah, but they've not so shown anything. They've not said anything about no, it. All maybe so. Is, it's an intergalactic they have been RPG. talking about it for I don't know how fucking long. And they're like, this is going to be the biggest dick game you've ever seen in your life. Like, nah, man. So Shut big. Up. Yeah. But we'll see what happens. I mean, I'll, I'll hold my judgment until I actually see it. Um, that being said, I mean, I like Bethesda's RPGs. I think Fallout's good. I think Elder Scrolls is good. I feel 2077. Apart from 2077 because of that online <laughs> bullshit. So, But this is a single-player experience. And I like Bethesda's yeah. single-player experiences. So from the track record, I'm okay with this. And uh, it'll be interesting to see what they can show with Starfield. The fact that, you know, Bethesda is going to be delivering a lot of stuff for Microsoft now. I mean, they've got a lot of um, titles. Like, I'm not saying they're going to show off the Elder Scrolls 6, but for the future, there's, there's games that definitely will make the Series X a lot more of a promising purchase. Like Elder Scrolls, potentially a new Fallout. Hell, could you imagine, like, another Doom game, but that's exclusively on Xbox. That'll be pretty awesome, and that'll give you an excuse to, you know, for console well, gamers to I mean, buy let's an see. Xbox. Let's see. With the, the ending of Doom Eternal, I don't think that a Doom sequel is 100% certified, or certain, rather. Because, uh, like... They'll bring back Doom. The game makes money. They'll do something. Yeah, but it's pretty fucking definitive. But let's see, you know. I mean, they could bullshit it. I'm sure they can always come up with some shit to, yeah. you know make another game but mm, the ending of that story is pretty fucking much an ending that being said microsoft has what they have besides the 16 or 19 studios they purchased over the last year or two and all of uh bethesda and you know everything they own they have to fucking show off something worthwhile this time oh they have to yeah because Xbox they haven't shown so shit they haven't shown shit the past like three or four years worth looking at. There's at only all. so much you can promote Game Pass. I get it. Game Pass yeah. is great. It's amazing. It's a brilliant service. Okay, you're going to add this game to Game Pass. You can add this game to Game Pass. Okay, 
I've seen it all now. Just show us something brand new. That was something really new. Makes us want to get a Series X. Again, they're like talking about all these studios they've Oh, Hellblade. And... They, might, they might show that. That's probably like going to be the most yeah, uh, PlayStation like exclusive. I don't really necessarily need it to be PlayStation like. I just need it to be something that I want to play. Yeah, like you said, Hellblade is there. Hellblade is the only fucking thing they've shown off the past three years that, you know. Besides the fucking failure of Halo Infinite. Other, otherwise, it's like multi-platform shit, the whole thing. Or like, hey, here's Sea of Thieves 2 DLC. I know oh, you yeah. want this. I'm like, yeah, this Fuck is what I really Thieves. wanted. Thanks. No, we want proper, fully-fleshed, hardcore games. I want to see what's happening. I get that these next-gen consoles have been out for, you know, X amount of months. But at the same time, put it this way. I know I'm not going to get Horizon Forbidden West till. 2022 most likely same with god of war 2022 but at least i know what's coming i don't know what's yeah. happening with the xbox you've got nothing that makes me want to buy no you. indication of anything Ex- yeah. exactly so so this is their chance to fucking like blow it up especially since sony isn't present at all uh this is their chance to fucking steal the whole show and go look at all this cool shit that's coming out yeah because they haven't fucking impressed me for a long time at this point. No, they haven't. This is what's like been the whole thing with me, man. It's like, okay, so we're both Xbox guys. I know we're like more PC gaming now orientated, but at the same time, just because of PlayStation's exclusives, like I've been kind of team PlayStation. I like playing on the Xbox because I like to sit on my couch using my big fucking TV for this stuff. <laughs> I don't mind playing on the PC, but. The only reason Console I own the TV great. The first sitting thing. back, taking it yeah, easy. I like that shit. Chilling like a villain also, and, you know, playing on the controller. It's the online, best. Yeah, I know what you mean. Playing online is great. Like, you just fucking press the button. It's like, yo, man, let's go. Yeah. And you don't have to, for the most part, at least, worry about cheating and all that shit. Nah, man. It's such a chill experience for the most part. Like, I really like playing on the console. It's yeah. comfortable. It is comfortable. But then at the same time, like, the Xbox just didn't deliver anything for me. And so I moved on a little bit. Um, I started yeah. playing more exclusives on the PS4, got the PS5 now, you know, got Returnal, Ranching Clank for me at least is coming up soon, and I want to try that game out, um, we'll see what happens of course later on, but at least I know for a fact that I've got some games to look forward to on the PS5, with the Series yeah. X, I'm still thinking, do I still need to buy you, because I'll be honest with you, yes I've got a PC just like you, I can get these games on a PC, um, for example, Starfield, probably going to be amazing and i can probably play it on my pc but i probably would rather just get it on the series x just so i can sit back and just play it in a more comfortable way but going from xbox um june 14th actually capcom have a conference as well and i don't know what capcom have got like i'm totally lost but i assume more monster hunter stuff probably and there was that monster hunter stories game um it's more, I feel like, uh, again, I didn't play the first one because uh, it was on the DS or 3DS. I'm like, yeah, I appreciate my hands too much to play this thing. Um, <laughs> and it did come out on mobile. Yeah. But I just never got around to it. But it, I hear it's actually pretty good. It's essentially like a Pokemon game, but in the Monster Hunter universe. Um. Where you you know battle with the monsters instead of uh, uh, fighting the monsters, I think I'm just gonna like give it a bit once it's out, you know, get some feedback, 
This, like, yeah, I really like Monster Hunter. I think it's uh, it's a fucking great it's series. It's a massive franchise, like, globally. Yeah. Like, a lot of people love it. Currently, it's probably, if it's not the biggest, it's the second biggest Capcom franchise. Uh, yeah. It, it's either that or Resident Evil. It's one of the two. But besides that, I don't really know anything Capcom is coming out with at all. They've not really released, like, any brand new IPs at all, have they? Like, not that I actually no. know. Like, they stick no. to their guns, don't they? Kind of like Nintendo do with, like, you know, Mario, Zelda. Like, they stick to their franchises. Like, Resident Evil, Monster Hunter. Yeah. Devil May Cry. I think the last, time, the last time I saw yeah. a new Capcom franchise, at least that I remember, was Lost Planet. I was just about to say that. I love Lost Planet 1, but I hated Lost Planet yeah. 2. I never got into Lost Planet. Like, there's they have the fighting games as well, but that's not my thing at all. Dragon's Dogma, I don't remember if that was before or after Lost Planet, but that game was really cool. Never try that game. No, you should give it a try. Uh, actually, you know what? You don't have fucking time for that, to be honest. Because no. it's a fucking long... <laughs> it's a long-ass game. Yeah, I'm a uh, bit all over the place, yeah. It is a very cool game, though, but it's long. It's, it's, uh, it's an interesting game because it starts out as, like, an adventure game. Um, very, you know, run-of-the-mill. Uh, all some of the moves are just straight up taken from Monster Hunter. Like you have to, the weapons is like great swords and dual blades and all that shit. And some of the moves are just the same moves. Um, and then at some point, uh, the game just becomes Dark Souls. So it's a, it's a very interesting shift. Like the mechanics are obviously the same; they don't change, mm -hmm. but. The whole feel of the game, it's suddenly like, yeah, it's Dark Souls now, bitch. Like, motherfuckers <laughs> are coming at you. Yeah, and you gotta, you gotta fucking play for real now. You yeah. So, we, were, we were just playing around with you before. Yeah, this was the tutorial, the whole game. <laughs> now, now we're getting into it. So yeah, like, the uh, Village came out, and Rise came out, and yeah, uh, um, fuck, what's it called? Stories. Yes. Yeah. You know, on the uh on the horizon and i don't know what else they got i guess they have that shitty resident evil vr resident evil 4 vr they're gonna oh, have yeah, that. That, was that vr game yeah yeah but, i mean it's come on it's a fucking vr game there's well, like that's what i'm trying to say people. like maybe this is the beauty of e3 you know like we'll actually see yeah. maybe capcom will actually start well, yeah. we'll release something new that, you know, we've never seen before. I mean, that's the whole point of these conferences to kind of wow the audience as rare as it is. But maybe they'll actually have some new IP or they'll have something for the Resident Evil franchise or the Monster Hunter franchise that we're not aware about. And yeah. it could be pretty exciting. So, you know, you know, we don't know what Capcom have got, but I'm sure there'll be some stuff that uh, come to it. I'm sorry. We don't know what Capcom actually have got in store, but whatever they're going to show off, hopefully it will be promising. Take-Two Interactive as well, apparently going to be doing a show on the 14th too. They own Rockstar, but Rockstar aren't the type to really show anything at E3. They do what they nah. want. <laughs> they don't care about E3. So I don't think they will have anything. Apparently, um, who owns Saints oh, Take-Two owns 2K as well. Oh, God. They own 2K, Private Division. Yeah. I don't know what they've ever made. Ghost Story. I feel like I've heard that name before. Yeah. Ghost Story Games. A Social Point. I don't know what that is. Uh, and some other shit I've never heard of. I've heard of Private Division, but I don't know what I ever put out. 
Oh, they put out the Outer Worlds. Oh, the Outer Worlds is awesome. Yeah. Well, I mean, they published it, I guess, because it was Obsidian that, you know, developed it. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Actually. Obsidian um, did that game. And yeah, yeah, 2K is just shitty basketball games or shitty wrestling games or <laughs> yeah. shitty any fucking sports game. 2K fucking sucks, man. Yeah, yeah, the 2K franchises just, in my opinion, have not been great. But, um, yeah, we'll see what happens with Take-Two, um, for me at least, so I'm a big Razer fan. You've got the Razer keyboard, haven't you, the Ornata? Yeah. Yeah, so you like that as well. So Razer is actually going to be having... That's a bit of a switch. Oh, I didn't realize Razer was going to be present. Yeah, yeah, Razer is going to be present. I'm a bit surprised as well, but... So you've got the Nomo speakers, haven't you? Great speakers. Um, yeah. You've got the keyboard. So I've got the Nomo speakers, the keyboard, the mouse. Um, you know, I love Razer. And they're going to be having a press conference as well. Obviously, it's not so much, oh, we're releasing games. It's more to do with gaming peripherals. And they said they're yeah. actually going to be showcasing the new stuff that they're going to be releasing. I don't care about that shit, though. Like, I don't give, I'm not going to watch a fucking presentation. I don't, I, yeah, I'm not watching a presentation on Razer. I don't think I will. But I yeah. will be interested to see, okay, cool. So what do you guys have that's going to be new stuff that I might be interested in? Do you guys have a new keyboard? Do you guys have something else? Will you ha guys have something that can rival the Elgato Stream Deck? I don't know. Like, let's see what Razer has in store for gamers. Uh, but besides that, uh, June 15th, uh, Nintendo uh, will be coming yeah. back to E3. and I wonder if they're going to show off a Mario game or Zelda game. <laughs> Breath of the Wild 2, man. <laughs> Everyone's after that. So... Yeah. I'm pretty sure they're going to have some first-party titles. Everyone loves, uh, you know, the Mario and the Zelda titles. I'm so fucking sick of Mario and Zelda. <laughs> they're good games, I understand that, but come on, man. Fucking show us something new. Oh, they'll have Bring Splatoon back 3. <laughs> Bring back Metroid! That's Fuck it! That's what I wanted to talk about. Yes, thank you Bring for reminding me. We need Metroid 4. I want Metroid 4 on my damn Nintendo Switch. The last great Metroid game was Metroid Prime, I think, back on the GameCube. And we I need Metroid something... Metroid 2 was pretty good. Okay, well, we perfect. need another Metroid game that was as good as Prime or Metroid Prime 2. Because um, Metroid is awesome, and it will be awesome to see that. It's a lot of people who want F-Zero to come back as well. It's not really personally my thing, yeah. but again, they have a lot of franchises they don't fucking do anything with. They just put them into Smash Bros. Yeah, everything just goes into it's Smash. like, yeah, fucking be happy what you get. <laughs> be happy what you get. You've, you want to be Metroid? Fuck that. We're just going to put Samus Aran in Smash. There you go. That's, That's your the Metroid. The only reason you're still alive at this point <laughs> is because of Smash Bros. No, it ain't right, man. Bring back Metroid. Yeah, well, who knows? Maybe they will. I, I'll be stoked if we see um, Metroid 4. Uh, also, speculation going on. Even this rumor's been going on, like, you know, for, like, God knows how long. Uh, Nintendo Switch Pro. Again, I want to fucking see this thing before I give two shits about this. <laughs> yeah. They've been saying it. They've been saying it fucking every E3 the past, like, four years. Ah, oh, the Switch Pro's coming. It's coming. Look at these clear as day evidence that was <laughs> coming. Like, come on, fuck off. They got that Switch Lite thing a couple of years ago, but otherwise, like, nah, shut the fuck up. With shut the next-gen consoles, console. yeah, with the next-gen consoles being out now, I feel like Nintendo will eventually 
revealed this Nintendo Switch Pro, if not at E3, maybe later on this year. There has been a leak where apparently they found a Switch Pro listing on Amazon. Oh, wow. Yeah, that's fucking clear as they proved there. I'm sure there's nothing that could have been done except <laughs> maybe some ass wipe at Amazon went, oh, the rumors are saying this. Let me just fucking put it up already. <laughs> like, that's, that's not evidence. Fuck off. Ah, I need to get my revenge on the world <laughs> by leaking uh, this and creating some sort totally of hype. Legit leak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, nah, we'll see. That, I, don't, I can't use that for shit. Fucking... Show me the thing, and I'll believe it. But until that point, nah. Mm-hmm. I'll I love, laugh I love if they fucking come up with the next thing after the Switch. and the, <laughs> Never put out a Switch Pro. <laughs> <laughs> well, I love the Switch. You know what? I've got the Animal Crossing Switch. I think it's a gorgeous Switch. I think it's the best-looking Switch. Um, and I love it. I, I think it's really great. I recently got Skyrim on it, and, man, Skyrim on the Switch... I really enjoy it. I like the fact that I can just, you know, dick around, go to White Run, and do nothing else, of course, because I go just. Go to White Run, take a shit. <laughs> yeah, I just love White Run in Skyrim so much. But Bandai Namco, they will also be there um, June 15th. They actually have a game called Scarlet Nexus, which is out soon. Uh, it's an anime action yeah. game. I really, really enjoy that game. The combat was awesome. I played the demo on Xbox, but it's available on PS5. You know if the demo's still available? I should give that a try at some point. The demo's still available. It's not like Capcom. They just bring the demo out. Everyone can play it. Okay, it's not going to go anywhere. It's out on consoles. I don't think the demo's out on PC, but I know it's definitely out on Xbox One, you know, Series X, everything. I'll try it then. Yeah. Yeah. And oh man, when I played it, I was so sold on the combat. Like... You have this power where you can link your squad mate's powers with yours. And next thing you know, I'm doing like these crazy lightning attacks. I'm going invisible. Um, I've got hardening. I've got like hyper speed. So like there's some enemies which I can't keep up with. And then you can use hyper speed and, you know, the whole world slows down kind of. And then you can cap- catch up with the enemy and take them out. And you can also like combine movesets with your squad to create some crazy combinations and i really had a lot of fun the combat in this game is really fun um you play as either two characters you play as um kasane the female um she's more like a battle-hardened character she was scouted by like you know the army which is in the game and alternatively you play as one of the dudes i completely forgot his name right now but um what a memorable dude yeah he's a very memorable dude i'm trying to think he's just He's just fucking generic anime boy. like Generic anime boy. <laughs> yeah. yeah, exactly. You fucking see the thousand of him. Yeah, but still, I like his power. Um, so unlike Kasane, who uses more like a ranged attack, so she takes advantage of telekinesis a lot more. Uh, both characters do have telekinesis, by the way, so you can actually like, you know, manipulate the world and, uh, you know, pick up furniture or like use like I think a that's a pretty cool feature. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can like run somebody over with a vehicle yeah. if you wanted to. I think that that looks cool. Like the the gameplay looks kind of Devil May Cry ish, which is yeah. fine on its own. I'm not super into Devil May Cry, uh, the gameplay at least. Yeah. Um, but I do think this whole telekinesis ability, where you yeah hit people with trucks and like use the environment for your advantage, I think that's a pretty cool idea. Yeah. Uh, and I, that's one of the reasons i have any interest in this at all because it looks pretty generic to me uh overall like mm. it's very 
it's very your typical anime slasher fighting game and they they tend to be pretty like really hardcore on the average scale it's like yeah it's fine you're not going to remember remember anything as soon as you're done though yeah, I don't think this game is going to be worth like the full 50, 60 pounds. Like from what I played, I think it was a lot of fun. I had a lot of good time on it. But my concern is, will this game be, you know, worth the full price? I don't know yet. But that being said, I mean, you know, it reminded me of Astral Chain on the Switch. Astral Chain is like a similar game to it. Um, it was a lot of fun. And that game got like, you know, eights and nines, very high scores. I don't know if this game is on that same scale, uh, but it's still good. It's got some... Uh, minor RPG elements in it so like you know you can level up your character you can like also the more the more times you use the abilities of your squad mate um, the more the bond will grow of you and yeah. your specific squad that mate that kind of feels like a, a more like a much more advanced version of the Mass Effect team mates you had where you could like use their abilities and stuff in combat as well. Not directly, but you could like tell them to use them or if they had like fire ammo or whatever, they could activate it and you get the effect as well. Yeah, this it is seemed, uh, like, a, a lot level. more advanced edition. Oh, definitely, yeah, because the saying as you borrow their powers in a way, I guess you could say. And your yeah. whatever attack you've got, so with Kasane, you know, she's got like this blade of powers uh, which you know, she can launch blades at enemies. Um, and then she's also got her like standard melees, but next thing you know, because you're sharing the, you know, electricity ability from one of your squad mates, um, all of a sudden all your powers are electrified and then you can do some crazy, um, you know, electricity finishes. Um, there's another thing where you've got another squad mate, you can actually duplicate, um, items that are around your environment. So saying as there's telekinesis in this game, all of a sudden you see one truck, but then there's two trucks and next thing you know, you got your telekinesis powers and you're crushing someone with like two trucks while they're right in the center of it. It's, it's some crazy elements the game can actually deliver at you. Um, and the whole point is like, depending on who you're facing, depending on the environment you're in, you'll use your own common sense to kind of like, you know, mix between the characters to like see what combination works best, um, you know, uh, on the enemies that you're taking care of. And also what I like is, depending on, like I said, whichever character you use most, the bond will grow with that character more and then that character will naturally level up a bit more as well and that would unlock like slightly better abilities um enhanced abilities i should say uh with that character so there's that too um and that goes for both characters but one thing i like is that depending if you play as either the girl or the guy um they have their own squad so it's not like it's like the same squad so for example if you play as the dude he has a squad mate who has this ability for pyrokinesis and she can basically like turn his sword into like a flame sword and then next thing you know he can like engulf enemies in flames and if you use her ability with with if you use the ability with the um the flame squad mate next thing you know you can cause like this super flame supernova and stuff like that and it's just crazy awesome man like i can go on and on about this game but for what i played in the demo it was a lot of fun it's really good and it's a lot better than i expected and i think for a lot of people they'll they'll be like oh you know what scarlet nexus actually looks and plays a lot better than i had thought so definitely it's a free demo try it out and just see what you think yeah, it definitely feels like one of those games that no one had any expectations to. Yeah. It, primarily because it looked extremely generic. 
And uh, yeah, I guess the gameplay is just a lot better than anyone expected. Which I mean, hey, I welcome a game that's better than uh, you know expected anytime. Yeah, man. Definitely. I know that. I know what the fucking title needs to be for this episode. <laughs> what? Bring back Metroid in all caps. <laughs> <laughs> Bring back Metroid. Okay, yeah. that is going to be the official title. Uh, besides that, you know, me being completely swamped with so much work right now. The little downtime that I had, I managed to finish uh, My Hero Academia Season 4. Uh, we watched the OVAs as well, uh, the last two episodes. They weren't like... They, were, they, they exist. Let's let's leave it at that. Yeah, let's leave it at that. It wasn't like mind blowing. I mean, I wasn't like, oh my god, I had to watch these. They were like, well, okay, beach episode. I know, I know. The only thing is, like, at least Ida, you know, broke his leg again. But uh, I laughed so hard at that shit. <laughs> this guy, ah, oh, my ability is to run with my engine legs. What yeah. happens? My leg breaks in like four seconds. <laughs> awesome. You are useless Fucking now, Ida. Useless. <laughs> Season 5 is out, but I love My Hero so much, I can't, like, wait weekly for another episode. I'm gonna wait till Season 5 is finished. It probably won't be finished for, like, I don't know, a couple of months. Because there's I think so many episodes. it's only, episodes. like, halfway at this point. Not even halfway! There's only, like, 10 episodes out, and My Hero Academia seasons are, like, 24 to 26 episodes, so... There's yeah. plenty to go, so I've still got a number of months to go until I'm going to binge-watch the living shit out of My Hero Season 5. Um, but, that being said, hopefully Attack on Titan will be finished uh, Season 4, and then you know we can binge-watch the hell out of that, because I love Attack on Titan so much. Yeah, I hear it's pretty good. Pretty good. Yeah. It's pretty good. I hear it's alright. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> It's better than alright, but yeah, in your review scale, it's alright, so it's definitely a 10 out of 10. Um, But besides that, man, like, anything else uh, you want to say? I don't know, like, a lot of the anime we've been watching lately is a lot, you know, offshoot shit, like the spider one. It's pretty fun, but there's not that much to talk about it. You know, it's just a fucking spider running around, messing around with shit killing everyone <laughs> it's it, it's a lot of fun but like there's not that much to say about it and uh, you know it's just titty anime and stuff like there's it, not much to talk about this trash it's a lot of fun <laughs> trash but come on it's trash anime it's of fun. course man that's the whole thing about our podcast man it's all about trash talk i guess you could say <laughs> legally distinct <laughs> don't don't sue us <laughs> nah i think that's about all i have to say about anything today yeah yeah definitely but cool man yeah i guess that sums up this episode um this was like the pre e3 podcast uh on the next episode i guess you know we can probably do like an e3 review and you know see what we saw and see what we liked if there's anything else that you know excited us But with that said, that's it for me, and that's it for HC, and we will catch you all next time. Bring back Metroid.